At Speedway, we've always been here to get you what you need when you need it. We're committed to keeping our stores open, clean, and safe, so you can stay fueled and refreshed all summer long. We've got cold drinks for hot days and frozen drinks for even hotter ones, plus energy boosts, quick bites, and pick-me-ups. We're always on your way, and we're always here for you. So no matter what you need, when you stop by, we'll be ready. Now buy any three cooler beverages and get 500 bonus Speedy Rewards points. Michigan is Lake St. Clair. In the summer, it's the perfect place for a bike ride or a relaxing walk along the water. Have a closer look and you'll find a mallard taking a cool afternoon swim or a seagull making a break from the flock to get lost in flight. And only Lake St. Clair can bring you the goddamn fish flies. They look disgusting, and they are. These annoying little fuckers are sure to ruin your day. And come nighttime, you'll encounter swarms so great you'll wonder, why the hell do I live in Michigan? Lake St. Clair. Fish flies. Pure Michigan. Hey friends, Avenue here. Do you wake up from a self-induced flatulence coma? Do your loved ones keep you away from open flames? Are you tired of running away from your own past gas to save your life? Then Poop Be Gone is for you. Poop Be Gone doesn't just hide farts, it overpowers them. The deodorizing enzymes let out love puffs of their own while suffocating your stench, leaving children and small animals safe without the fuss of calling FEMA or a hazmat team. If you're tired of smelling like Rush Limbaugh's diapers, Steve Harvey's relationship advice, and you want to take your life back, get Poop Be Gone today. Available at fine retailers like Earl's Meat Shack, Cunningham Drugs, and Liquor Store Citywide. This is White Dog Detroit, and you're listening to Raw Radio X. Real Raw Radio. The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dozinski, the Art of Relationships radio show, will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey, it's Master G, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, also relationship and sex specialist here on my virgin episode with Raw Radio X in Detroit City. Yeah, welcome everybody, welcome RRX listeners. Tonight we're doing a free-for-all. That's not free-balling, that's a free-for-all. 
And uh, we're going to be talking about maybe you want to get into sexual and emotional maturity and gender stereotypes. We can go ahead and do that. Oh, on Facebook, I want to those regular followers on Facebook. I posted the regular number, but I'm going to give you the RRX call-in number. That is 313-462-0107. Again, 313-462-0107. And as always, if you're using on the Spreaker app or the Art of Relationships Radio Show's own app, you can join me on the live chat. I got that up down here in Detroit. How's everybody doing? It is hump night. Everybody going to be humping this evening. Hopefully... Maybe not, right? (laughs) That's what we're going to talk about. Trying to enhance and increase your level of intimacy, both physically and emotionally, in your relationship. And like I said before, numerous shows previously, we're going to hit on, uh, number one is, you know, usually when your sex life goes down the toilet, it's usually centered on the emotional disconnect that's going on. There's a level of maybe not feeling important, not feeling respected, taken for granted, All those aspects, and that usually kills your sex life, as most people know, right? And you wonder why men, you know what, they can have a lot of shit going on in their life, come back at night and want to have sex, and the wife's saying, what the hell's going on? I got this going on. How how can you think about sex at this time? And it's just the way the male brain works and compartmentalizing things a little bit different that we can put them in categories or if you want to say compartment boxes or totes in our brain if we will better than females i want to hear from listeners i want to hear from the raw radio x listeners out there with your questions comments insights you have if you have relationship or sexual challenges i want to help you out with those aspects big time okay and remember you do not have to say your name as Regular listeners on my show, this is new to RRX listeners, you do not have to say your name. I will not ask it. It's just like a private practice in Mount Clements. It's confidential, right? So if you want to give me your name, you're fine. I will never ask it. So I'm not being rude by not asking your name, okay? So it's all confidential in case you got some deep issues. Uh, center on, I deal with a lot of affairs, In my office, probably 75% of the couples I see in my office are dealing with affairs, unfortunately, one way or the other. And that's, uh, we could cover that on another show as well, okay? Going to talk about maybe sexual and emotional maturity. What the hell does that mean for you, right? We know the difference, right? Is there a difference between being a girl and being a woman, and being a boy and being a man. And we talk about, you know, the boys, they're able freaking like jackrabbits, right? They're able <laughs> able to go and they get off quick, but they're able to get hard again, you know? Older, more mature men, right? Well, I shouldn't say age goes with maturity at all, but just go with me here. When you're able to, you know, you last longer, hopefully, right? With me, once in a while, I might last, you know, 30 seconds. So, hey, no, <laughs> there's another aspect that we can hit on that we take longer to get back up other than like the jackrabbit boys but we can last a lot longer right and that's part of just getting into the moment being able to sort of stop yourself from coming this 70 percent i say you reach that 70 percent 
no return, point of no return level, you try to back off from that. You know, most other professionals, uh, the textbooks and all that say, you know, you get 80% back off. I think that once you hit that 80%, man, that 81%, you're coming, and that's too freaking quick, right? So I want people to get at the 70% and back off a little bit. Now, getting into the sexual maturity or emotional maturity aspect is talking about um, maybe are you afraid to talk about your sexual wants, your sexual needs? Maybe you're too embarrassed. Are you embarrassed? Are you sort of shy? Do you need to have sex with the lights on all the time? Do you need that? Or can you just freaking go naked, butt naked in the middle of the living room and be able to tell your partner what you want, how you want it, when you want it? Or are you going to be able just to, you know, keep your mouth shut? That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about a mixture of sexual and emotional maturity dealing with couples. And there is, this causes a lot, a lot of problems I see in my office. And this, like I said, the maturity has nothing to do with age. I think it has to do with your confidence level, your sense of self, if you will, that you are able to sort of get a hold of yourself. And I'm not talking about masturbation here. I'm talking about emotionally getting a hold of yourself and, you know, being okay with what you want. I get couples, you know, they've been together 10 years, 15 years, oh my God, 28 years in my office and they're afraid to tell their partner what they want. They're afraid to tell their partner that they want to be licked. They want to be sucked. They want to be whatever because they have this image about, you know, whatever. If it's the way they grew with severe religious doctrines, if you will, growing up, family, that sex is dirty, taboo, you don't do this. Or if you like sex, if you do it this way, you know, if you do it doggy style, if you do it this way, if you do 69, whatever, that means you're a slut, you're a whore, you're a pimp, you know, whatever. That's wrong, man. you got a right to enjoy yourself, enjoy your body in the presence of that relationship that you're in. And I don't care if you're married 10 years up to 28 years. It is never too late to hit on, to grow and to evolve and get on exactly what you need and what you want to enjoy a satisfying sexual relationship, right? So if you want to hit, hit me up. Again, the number here at Raw Radio X is 313-462-0107. You can give me a call and also join me on live chat, like I mentioned before. If you uh, are on the Spreaker.com or the Spreaker app or the Art of Relationships radio show's own app for Android and Apple devices and You can also look me up uh, if you need some help in a more private setting, in my office setting. Uh, Hit me up on theartofrelationships.org. And I'm all over on Facebook and everything else. I'm a smartass on the radio. I joke around a lot. That's my style. I'm also very compassionate, very sincere. So I don't, don't let this sort of detract from my professionalism in my office, okay? What else is going on, people? Okay. Um, what else? I want to know what your take is on sexual maturity, too. You know, are you afraid to 
maybe lose control. The, the movie, you know, it's all been out, you know, Fifty Shades of Sluthood, um, <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey and stuff, the movie that's been out. And I talk about this part of, and you get a lot of women that they look at that, oh, my God, I can't believe she's doing that. She's being abused. She's being used. She's getting treated that way. And I mentioned this on a variety of shows previously that most women, when they are in a submissive, say, you know, in that type of relationship, a, you know, dominatrix, submissive, DNS relationship, most women that are submissive, right, in that situation, they are more sexually mature, more sexually confident, and more sexually aware than most women out there. They're doing it because they're confident enough to be free, to be able to enjoy that, and also to get pleased themselves, and also to please the not domineering one and don't always let that kid you there's a lot of women out there that play the domineering role and the men are submissive so how many men out there would love their ass spanked huh (laughs) how many how many men out there want those nipple clamps on them huh (laughs) and be (laughs) telling av over here and uh (laughs) he's raising his hand too bad we didn't have video streaming go ahead (laughs) Av. i don't know i don't know what you're talking about I plead the fifth. Are you saying you've experienced this, Av? Uh, I'll just say that I'm not exactly a stranger when it comes to certain things in the S&M realm. Oh, shit. <laughs> but that's all I'm saying. You got, God, Av, man, that vo- you hear that voice, man? Why do black guys always have a smooth voice like that, man, on the radio? I, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. It, it, it's about the only smooth thing I have going for me. Trust me. <laughs> I don't buy that at all. Okay. No. <laughs> all right. So, you know, so some guys love playing the submissive role, too. And sometimes, uh, you know, they don't want to play maybe their bosses, maybe their supervisors in their job or whatever. And they just want to let loose. They don't want to have to control everything. So they want to let loose. And believe it or not, this is not any problem. Oh, welcome, foo. Did you just wake up? <laughs> People can't hear her, but I'm just at being a smart ass. Uh, Princess Food joined me in the chat. You have no problem saying what you want and self confidence, and also the person you are with. It is huge because I think it is. You're right, Foo, on chat. You mentioned about you know who you're with. Do you feel safe with that person that you are with? Do they allow you to be free? Do they allow you to be very? Familiar with that. Uh Uh-oh, Princess Pooh says, uh, your voice is very familiar. I think I know. Uh Uh-oh. Whose voice? Your voice. Ab's voice? No, that can't be. I'm I'm, I'm an urban recluse. Not too many people see me. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he's urban. He's not suburban night. I don't know. No, I thought it was 10. 10? What was 10? I don't know. I have no idea, (laughs) Pooh. Okay. No, he stays down here. In Detroit. Actually, most people know I'm a huge fan of the city of Detroit as well. So, people, give me a call. 313-462-10... Oh, shit. Sorry. 313-462-0107. And you can join me on live uh, chat as well. Oh, no, I know who you're thinking of now, Foo. No, you're thinking of Drew. No, this is... uh, He's a front man for uh, RRX Radio. You're thinking of Drew, who joined me on the show. Uh, 
before in my office. No, we'll get him down to Detroit as well. But, yeah, they do have similar voices. I think Drew sounds more, maybe has a little more bitch to him <laughs> than Hamp <laughs> does. Now, hopefully Drew's listening tonight. He, <laughs> actually, it's uh, Wednesday night. He might be listening unless he's in class. So, um Please, give me a call. Join me in live chat. I'm going to say the number again. I hate repeating myself, and I've already done it probably about 10 times. 313-462-0107. I'd love to hear, you know, try to help you out with relationships and everything else. And how many how many people out there are sexual and emotional maturity that, you know, you hit on? And how many do you think that this is a huge issue in your relationship and maybe you don't know how to go about remedying the situation or getting help or be able to get the confidence able to do that. And as Fu mentioned on chat, who you're with is a big deal. If you do not feel emotionally safe or, let's face it, physically safe with your partner, you know what? It's going to be very, very difficult to open up fully sexually and to evolve that way as a person. However, even without that situation, what could you do to evolve as an individual regardless of that other individual? You know, regardless what that other individual does, what could you do to evolve? And the problem is with this situation is this could be the foundation of when affairs start. Not only, you know, the sexual or emotional maturity aspect, but they go hand in hand. If you cannot talk about your sexual problems, whatever, that tells me maybe, eh, just maybe, not always, that you might have a problem talking about other issues in the relationship, okay? That you might be afraid to hit on what's bothering you. Maybe you're afraid. You know something's wrong with your partner, but then... What happens, you're afraid to address it because you don't want to start an argument. You don't want to start shit. So what happens? It goes dead. Take a break. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll take a break. Give you something to think about. Again, write the number down. 313-462-0107. This is Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show on RRX.
This is uh, Greg Kaczynski, a.k.a. Master G, and I'll have to tell that story how I got that nickname maybe another time. Uh, This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I'm coming from downtown Detroit from Raw Radio X. Number you can give me a call at, 313-462-0107. I'd love to take some questions. You can join me in live chat on Spreaker.com. Or the Art of Relationships radio shows their own apps for Android and Apple devices. 
Join me in chat. Shoot me questions. Like I said, it's very it's confidential, right? I respect that very much. Uh, it's part of actually it's part of my uh, professional ethics plus legal ethics. It's all confidential. Um, your name, your you know who the hell you are, where you live, all that stuff. I am not going to ask you. So you want to shoot that out to me? That's fine. Uh, please, you know, join me. I respect that uh, your privacy very, very much. Okay. Anyways, we're talking about sexual maturity and, or I should say, sexual and emotional maturity. And before the break, we went on and hit on. Um, Areas of that it's going to cause problems in your relationship if, you know, the two go hand in hand, right? Sexual, emotional maturity go hand in hand. The more confident you are, the more self-aware you are, the more you're able to go after, speak your mind, speak your needs, and speak your, basically, you know, your desires in the sexual realm. Oh, foo, I got a, hey, what happened to you? You didn't say anything about my smooth voice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Foo's in chat, and I got it. Yeah, we're talking about uh, Av helping me out here running the studio tonight. Um, yeah, she didn't say anything about my smooth voice, which I know probably I don't have. You're going to laugh, right? <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um, what, you know, have you been in a relationship where you didn't feel safe? And I was talking about this again, you know, right before the break. If you end up hitting on... You know, being afraid to speak your mind to your partner. Maybe your partner, you know, you're talking to him or her, and all of a sudden they roll their eyes, right? Or they get defensive and you shut down right away. Then how how in the hell can you express yourself sexually and emotionally to your partner, right? You shut down, deterioration of the relationship is going to happen. It's gonna. It might happen slowly. It might progress over years, which usually does. A lot of couples uh, in my office in Mount Clements. What happens is, you know, it, it's a progression. It usually doesn't happen overnight. And uh, you know, a couple years go by, and you ask them, "How long has this been going on?" Well, probably five, six, ten years. You know, the focus of the kids, focus of real life, and the focus doesn't go. What do I want to say? It doesn't go on the relationship. And all of a sudden, your needs aren't being met. Not only that, you're afraid to speak your mind. What would you like to try? What are your, you know, I talked about, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, a little bit before the break and about being submissive, uh, both men and women, that you have to be pretty confident to be submissive. And a lot of people don't get that, that you... In order to be submissive and to let yourself go like that and maybe be dominated, and like I, you know, I mentioned before, is both men and women can play the submissive or the dominant role. It's not always women in the submissive role like the movie. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of men out there that um, they, they want to be submissive. They want their ass spanked. They, and I mentioned about the, and Ab mentioned that before, too, about the nipple clamps going on, that they want that. They want to be maybe belittled. Ooh. They want to be dominant. Get down there and lick my feet. <laughs> Get down there and suck my toes. How many people, but your toes are dirty. Get down there and suck them. Okay. <laughs> and how many situations you look at with the sexual 
immaturity, if you will. Look at those listeners out there. Say if you're in your 30s, 40s, whatever. Look at how you were in your teens, even your early 20s. And look how how much, hopefully, maybe I'm going out on a limb and being assuming that, you know, you look at how you were back then to where you are now in your sexual realm. And look how much you've grown. Look how much you've evolved. Or how many people are still the same. That's sad, isn't it? Or maybe you were some wild freak like Av back then and uh, freaking in your teens and 20s, and now you have nowhere to go. You're already sexually evolved and all freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) I I wouldn't say that. (laughs) I wouldn't say that at all. (laughs) Beat me, spank me, treat me like the slut that I am. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had my moments, but, but this is, hey, this show isn't about me. So yeah, It isn't about you. No, you. Hey, you can chime in. Help me out. That way I don't have to talk all the time. Oh, uh, Foo, yeah, Princess Foo, I love being submissive. I am so dominant in my everyday life. I love letting go, and I also love being his and whatever he wants to do. Oh, I know, Foo, you're a freak, and you freaking, every time I leave, when you're in chat, you and a couple other people that are usually in chat, Freaking uh, drive me nuts, and I freaking always walk out of the office with a freaking hard on and a Woody going on. Going, on. it's like, damn, where are all these freaking women that are so freaking freaky and so self assured and so freaking they know what they want? Yeah, they're okay where, with that. Where are those? Abs, like, where are those? Well, actually, there might be one coming in. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I, but you know, it is, it is a, you do wonder, especially in this age of the, the strong, empowered woman, everything, you know, it points to them being strong and just so self confident and assured. But on the same note, we're still following the rules of dating according to, you know, medieval times and before. Do you, hold on, Ab. Do you think that's still true about that and about uh, the medieval times? Or do you think it's, uh, sort of flipping around a little bit where women are being more assertive and they're being more it's only fl- out there. It's o- only That's only for the men who are attractive enough or have the certain uh, factor, the it factor, something going for them that just really attracts the women to them. If a, a guy does have that, then yeah, sure, women nowadays are more open to approaching maybe guys like that or at least showing them a sign. Like but, me, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> But it's short you, and bald white dude. No, I mean, but you know what? There, there are diff- there are women that are in. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. But women, uh, you know, they they are just turned on by something, and for whatever you know, for whatever it is, there's some guys who just have it, and the rest of us, I, I definitely know I don't. Uh, we don't have Whoa, it. Ab, so whatever it is, short you, man. I think you got it. I think yeah. it's in there. You just got to get it out and be comfortable with that. Um. Dude, I, I'm going <laughs> to have a smoothie. He's a good guy. and He's cool. He's got it going on. So it's in there. It's coming out. Like People know, and I, I'm very freaking, I'll disclose shit about myself. I don't care. You know, back in, up until my probably early, mid-20s, man, I was a doormat. I was, oh, my God, it was pathetic. I hated myself, man. I was freaking always worried about this. I'd be, you know, I wouldn't be begging. I did that in my toe. Please go out with me. That's pathetic, you know. And I tell people now, and they look at me, Greg, you were a doormat. You were shy. Even students, and they call me a liar now. And <laughs> Greg, no way, you were never shy. I said, yes, I was, man. It was pathetic. And you can grow and you can evolve, and it doesn't matter how old you are. You can learn to change 
and grow and become the person you want to be. And you can joke around. You can, you know, you're right, Av. And I don't know, you know, being, you know, a black male, you know, what there's, I know there's a lot of aggressive and a lot of assertive black women out there. And, you know, again, it, it's, it, it's, it's tied into, yeah. it, it, it's directly tied into just, you know, how attractive the guy is or if the woman is just into, you know, that, that guy, that style, something about him. Uh, from, I mean, I've seen it in action before, so I know it does exist, but I've just never experienced it. And he's freaking intelligent as hell, too. And as people know, food knows me, uh, a couple other people on chat as well. No, I, I don't speak bullshit. And when I say something, I mean it uh, with clients. I don't blow smoke up anyone's ass. Um, Ab's <laughs> got a lot of shit going on, big time, in a positive way, in a positive direction. What do you think... You know, I ask this, and Foos usually listens to all the shows, too, and everything, and I talk about this. You know, part of sexual maturity and emotional maturity, do you think part of it is also being uh, allowed to take that risk, that you're not going to be shot down, that you're going to do that? You know what? You like somebody, and I don't care what gender you are, and I don't want to, as Ab mentioned a little bit ago about the medieval times with the dating, women still expect men to ask them out. And I, when I teach human sexuality classes, I'll ask, man. One of the first, probably one of the first conversations I have, uh, first night of class, I'll say, how many women out there will go ahead and ask a guy out you know if you're heterosexual you know if you're a lesbian you're not gonna do it but um that you're heterosexual and you, you're gonna ask the guy for his number you're gonna say here you know here's my number i'd love to take you out for a time uh meet for a drink a coffee a blowjob whatever no i'm teasing <laughs> but you look at you look at the situation and how many women do and it's ironic. I get maybe, you know, out of, I don't know, 25 women, say, in the class, you know, I'll get maybe three or four that said they have done that, and that's mm-hmm. cool. And the rest of them, you know, it, it's a small percentage, right, Ev? Yeah. And I look at, now I'll say, when it comes down to this, I, I'll say, why? Well, it's a guy's job. I said, bullshit. It's 2015. Right. You when know? I, whenever I hear things like it's a guy's yeah. job, I'm like, this is really post in, in the post-feminist women's rights yes. era and everything. Absolutely. We're saying that it's a guy's job. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, I, and I've actually been hit with that line before or even worse. And this is the one that really. Oh, I got to hear this. The ones who will tell you not after the fact, like just, you know, months later, even. We're talking years later. Oh, yeah, I was just playing hard to get. Or, you know, just, oh, well, I, I just wanted to see if, you know, you would you would chase me. I, and I experienced that one time in particular, and it literally was about a year and a half later, and I just looked at her like, so how did that work out for you? You know what? I don't chase. I think that's that's there's a difference between being assertive and letting somebody know and not playing mm-hmm. games. And I think that that is a difference, you know, one a huge difference between being, you know, the sexual and emotional. That's part of emotional maturity where you, if you're playing games, man, go back to high school, man. Go yeah. back to junior high and play those games. You know, I'm not going to chase. I'm going to tell you if I'm interested in you or not, right? One way. If I'm not if I'm asking you out, I'm interested. You duh, you know, that's a no-brainer. Or if someone asks me out, um you know, I, I know, and I give them a lot of props and a lot of credit. It takes a lot of guts to do that. And 
I, I don't know if it's because my personality, if I'm approachable or what. I, I, I don't even know. Like I said, I'm a short, bald dude. Um, but you look at the situation, and I give them a lot of credit. And going back to the classroom situation and about women asking guys out, you know, three, four out of 25, and it comes down to, I'll ask them, you know, it's a guy's job. Like, you know, Av mentioned, you know, oh, it's a guy's job to do that. Oh, guys. And I, I cut through. I say, you know what? Cut all the bullshit. You know, you're it's a guy's job and all this stuff that you, oh, we got a regular. I don't ask men out. I was raised that the guys should ask. You know what? You need to, oh, I wish I could say your name too. Uh, <laughs> uh, new individual on chat, you just say, I don't ask men out. I was raised that the guys should ask you out. Were you raised back in the 1920s? I want to hear this. Were you in the 1920s? It's 2015. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think women were, you know, and this is all throughout society and societal bullshit. Don't even get me going on politics. Ah, now you're getting at the root of my question. When I get through all the bullshit, she just mentioned it on chat, that this is the bottom line. Cut through all the bullshit and get at the real issue is that women will say, I don't want to get rejected. I don't want to get rejected. I mean, and I, I understand that, but I I, but I hear that all the time. But that's what we men are do it. It's okay for men. Yeah, with. men take the hit, right? Yeah, we're supposed <laughs> to. Because see, the thing is, is that uh, not too many people know the actual number. But I no. have been like rejected, and this is including women who I have not even approached. So this is how bad we whoa, were. Whoa, whoa. This is how. how how yeah. could you be rejected without being a, even approaching them? Because being a skinny black nerd does not do you any favors. And and remember, I'm also, you know, I'm not tall. Uh, I am, I, I, this is my favorite joke. You're, you're taller than I am, man, by about, what, two I, inches? Yeah, inch? just, yeah, not enough to really make a huge difference. But this is my favorite joke. <laughs> I tell everyone that, you know, the average uh, height for a male on this planet is 5'8". Yes. Five eight is the average height. You're right. And I like to remind people that I am five eight and three quarters, so technically speaking, I'm tall. So See, everyone can kiss my ass. You but, you got a couple inches on me. But yeah. But with that being said, I'm I'm still, you know, relatively short. So none of those things work for me. I cannot, you know, really approach women because I'm already shot down before I even think about approaching. Oh man. It's already because I don't fit the profile, I don't fit the build. What I don't about Kevin Hart. Yeah, he's a rich. Kevin Hart is he's in a different class. Money, and he has a little more charisma. And even for a short dude, I mean, you see, he's kind of stocky. You know, all you do is write jokes and work out. So, I mean, <laughs> when you've True. got that, and he's, he's like five he's, three. Yeah, and he, it's not like he's a bad looking guy. No, he's a no. good looking guy. Yeah. So, you, he's got all those things going for him. I'm over here, like you know, I don't have that money. <laughs> I don't have that body. <laughs> I, I don't have the face. I just, I've got a voice. In a brain, and those two things alone don't really help when it comes to women. Anything else? Oh, well, sure, yeah. Ev, you know what? It helps, gotta, me, helps me at the workplace. Like, me be unemployed? No, pfft, of course not. No. But with a date? Eh, probably not. Ev, you got to, you know what? We should do a little social experiment, and you got to give me your consent. I should throw your. Uh, Throw your picture up on my website or uh, even share it on Facebook, man. Ooh. <laughs> Are you up for that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will give you a warning. You will never see uh, a faster uh, explosion or a, sh a shoot down. 
If you ever seen uh, the Hindenburg in 1937, over I wasn't around 1937, well, but I heard the story. Well, I, I saw. I, I, <laughs> thanks to YouTube, I saw it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know. Right. But uh, it, it looks like that, and it's worse. So you can go ahead and whatever picture you see of mine. Uh, in fact, I, I'll. You know what? Do that. I'll app. pick one for you. Yeah. And shoot I'll one send, up, and I'll I have to. to I'll load up uh, Facebook, and I'll have to approve it because I. <laughs> this will be I, I run into some wild uh, people wanting to post shit on my. Uh, Facebook, you know, sexual stuff. So I, it's professional, but I still go over the top quite a bit. And um, the individual actually, Fu, uh, just mentioned, I'm going to give you props right here. See, and I, I share the props big time. You know, maybe they just need to hear you speak, and this is Av, and hear how smart you are. That is sexy. You hear <laughs> that? You know, I... I if I had a dollar for every time I heard something similar to that, my college loans would have been paid off 10 oh, years shit. ago. You know what? My college loans will never be paid off. <laughs> they but still won't be. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting now, and now the two are uh, friends on uh, freaking chat, and they're going back and forth. So getting back on, you know, the sexual and emotional maturity, part of it is, you know, being confident and going after what you want. And I mentioned Big time. There is a difference between being arrogant, being an arrogant bitch or an arrogant prick, and also, you know, being confident. Being confident means you have compassion. You have empathy for other people. You care about other people. However, you're able to look at yourself and look at your faults. Maybe Av's doing it too much. I don't want to throw you out there. But you also look at what is good in you. And you know what? I have this weakness. Me. I, believe it or not. Yeah, I'm freaking... People know, you know, I've been divorced a long time, and I work with relation. <laughs> I'm a relationship and sex therapist. Uh, you know, I, that's what I do for a living in private practice. So we look at the situation um, that you can do. You still have that care, compassion. You still have a, that talent and the skill to help people. And you have to look at those situations and be okay with yourself. And going back to, you know, women and you know going back to individuals she said and i'm confused at this because she said she was born and bred in 1969 that's just wrong <laughs> so you said you were born and bred meaning you had bred meaning you had sex in 1969 what? <laughs> and boy i see i'm confused at that I, th I think i get what she's saying i know i do too <laughs> i'm just being a smart ass and she she knows i'm a smart ass too so <laughs> you look at the situation um you know, what would it take for you not, you know, we'll throw this out there. seems like it's going that way anyways, which, you know, me and people listening that are, you know, students and everything of mine as well. They, you know, I go, I go, I know, you know what I meant. Yeah, she just, <laughs> they, um, we're just going on the situation that, um, I go all, all over the place, right? And I try to center it back on to the topic, you know, the topic at hand. But, you know, the single people out there, if you're interested in somebody, right, and you think, you know, you're you're short, you're bald, you're freaking black, you're Asian, and we all know the stereotypes about Asian penises, right, ladies? Um, Av's black, so he's hung like a horse, right? So we look at the situation. <laughs> that's, that, never mind. I'll just say that's what I've been told, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Yeah, students can't ask you out. Well, I'm not going there uh, on that. <laughs> uh, I've been uh, asked out 
we'll just say more than a few times on there and on chat as one of my students. They, <laughs> I've been asked out a few times, so I'll leave that at um, leave that alone for now. The situation, though, if you are, what would it take for you to not be afraid of rejection? And you look at, if they're not interested, why do you take a hit like that? Why do you bash yourself so much that you're looking at, you know what, you know what, they said no. You know, oh, no, not interested. Maybe they're dating somebody else. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they're lesbian. Maybe they're gay. Maybe you're lesbian or gay and they're heterosexual. There's a lot of situations. Maybe they're shy. Maybe they want to go out with you, but they're shy as hell. So, you know what? They mumble. They say no. Right? You look at a lot of situations that it might not always be about you. But it's easy. When we lack the confidence, when we lack the you know emotional confidence and maybe sexual confidence too and the sexual maturity, that, that we, we are afraid. We're very susceptible, very... Uh, if you want to say we're like a magnet to the negativity and bashing ourselves and ripping ourselves apart. My job is, you know, not only with couples, is with individuals about trying to help find the good in them and be confident, but also be good people. I don't want people to be turned into so confident that they're arrogant and, and that's not my style. I, I want you to be, you know, compassionate and caring, but also not be, a, you know, a doormat that you can speak your mind that's being confident you look at yeah i have this you know fault going on but you know what i'm working on it that's me we all have faults no matter if you look at somebody and they're maybe drop that gorgeous model material man woman whatever you know you think they're hot every single buddy has their faults because we don't see them maybe we don't witness them that does not mean they don't have faults so if you can remember that and maybe they have insecurities about themselves too so remember that okay i'm not saying use it against them i'm saying you use that to learn and teach yourself that you know what they have insecurities like i do right so why am i bashing myself so much and if they're not interested in me there will be other people interested in me it sounds simple and People, I say this all the time on the radio shows, and I say it in my office that you know I sound make everything sound so easy and so matter of fact, but I know it's very, very difficult and very, you know, it, it's not as easy as I make it out to be. And believe me, I, I would love it to be easy, but you need to start looking at the good qualities in you and not take, you know, all your negative aspects and throw them out in the forefront. And I think that's the one thing that, you know, with confident people, that does draw people. And the more positive you are, it draws more people towards you to be able to look at that. And it's hard to explain, but until you do it, you look around how people are attracted to certain people. And I'm not talking, you can talk about ugly people. You can talk about, you know, maybe not that attractive, that, you, you know, different you wouldn't think are, but you look at the people, you know, that aren't, say, that physically attractive, whatever the hell that means in this world today, but you look at how many people talk to certain people, you know, they're bubbly, they're happy, the positive attitude, that's what draws people towards you, right? If you can rip and joke around about yourself without, and still be confident, 
that's going to be a huge plus, and it's also going to allow people to sort of meander, be drawn towards you. Remember, everybody has faults, not just you. Also hit on what you have to offer big time. You know, we can, you know, talk about emotional maturity, and we're getting away from the sexual maturity aspect, but we'll do that on another show. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder on chat. I, you know, I agree. And we're, you know, we're also naive if we think that, you know, the physical attraction typically is what holds us. And I know, you know, you've heard me say this in class on chat, and I'm not going to mention your name unless you allow me to, but um, I've mentioned this a lot of times. You know, usually the chemistry, the connection is there, okay? The physical, you're attracted to somebody. Let's be honest, right? It's very rare that you are going to go after or look at somebody, whatever, that isn't attractive unless you start talking to that person. You start talking to that person. It's like I said, they can be attractive, and then when they when they open their mouth, right, when they open their mouth, that attraction can go right down the toilet. They can be assholes. They can be bitches, and I don't care how attractive you are. And I, I've Oh, I can use your name, Rhonda? Okay, cool, Rhonda. Thank you. You and Fu having fun on chat? But you can look at, you know, I the beholder, and I, I say this all the time in classes with clients. I, I don't care if, you know, there's a woman that is, she's drop-dead gorgeous, right? And if she is a freaking arrogant, materialistic, just thinks she's all that bitch, she can be totally hot. And I'm going to say goodbye. I'm going to, you know, when it's morning out, I'm going to say goodbye, get out. So, uh, no. I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing. But you, you look at, I am very, very physically attracted to my husband. Oh, my God. How many times do I have to hear you say that? It makes me sick, fool. No, I'm joking. But the emotional attraction is way deeper, and I agree. I think that's what gets people to fall in love. And as you notice, you know, even in office, yeah, I get people, they're still physically attracted to each other. You know, that's not the issue. It's the emotional disconnect. It's that they don't get each other, and they're afraid to talk about what they're missing because they don't want to bring it up because they feel their partner doesn't give a shit. They don't care. Or they're going to roll their eyes. They're going to whatever. Um, that they're afraid to bring it up, and that's part of the emotional and sexual maturity I was talking about at the beginning of the show. <gasps> Are we ready for a break, Av? Uh, sure. Okay, <laughs> we'll take a couple minutes, or probably, I don't know, five-minute break, whatever. Uh, we'll be back here. This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show on RRX, Raw Radio X, Detroit. We'll be back in a few. Thanks for listening, people. I can't figure out why The hell I can't say you're the words that I've been thinking In my mind Unless I'm in front of a crowd Shouting into a mic And I'm naked
So can she get a little bit Avenue, and you're listening to RawRadioX.com. Real Raw Radio. Waking up, kissing the floor of a bathroom stall. This isn't any way to live, no, not at all. And every one of these kids is so Yeah. 
Start to call myself the great pretender Before you tell me what you remembered When you used to stand for something more than this I always think it's happy, yeah Hey, this is uh, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, Metro Detroit area, and I'm here in the studios of Raw Radio X Detroit here with uh, frontman Ab, who's running the board and doing an awesome job, and also uh, hopefully uh, getting his name and his rep out there as well. <laughs> and if people, I'm going to throw them under the bus now, if people want to go to my Facebook that are listening, I just posted a pic of Ab. And I know the individuals on chat are going to say that, and uh, freaking uh, women are going to be s- sort of freaking probably rolling down here, Detroit, <laughs> off of what the what the hell's the address uh, here again? Now? <laughs> Shit, I forget. What's the name of the street this is off? The Russell Industrial Center. Shit, no one's going to be able to find it. <laughs> They're going to look, what, they what the Google hell? It. Where am they I can, going? <laughs> you can Google everything. Yeah, you can is. Google everything. And uh, you can you don't even know what the hell building. There's so many buildings in here and shit, too. It's pretty cool. Anyways. Uh, it's the one with all the uh, rock bands that are randomly yeah, yeah, practicing I know, right yeah, now. Yeah, they are that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can hear them all bouncing off the walls in here. But uh keeps us awake a little bit. Talking about, you know emotional and sexual maturity and getting after you know going after what you want and if you're you know part of the maturity i talk about has nothing to do with age it has more to do with you know confidence in yourself what i mean about the confidence also and i mentioned before the break is you know that you don't lose your compassion you don't lose your empathy for other people right you don't get into you know the bias of as people know, students know, freaking clients, everybody knows I hate racism, I hate discrimination. I think that is immaturity, to be honest with you. And you look at that, but you look at those situations, and are you judgmental of other people, and do you not give them a chance? But I think more often than not, it's individuals out there that lack the emotional I say mature, you know, maybe the confidence might be a better word. I don't, you know, maturity, a lot of people get defensive when I say that they lack the emotional maturity. Maybe a different word or a better term might be lacking the emotional confidence to go after what you want. Even, you know, in the single realm, we're, you know, talking about the single realm and the dating aspects before, what would it take for you, excuse me, to... You know, go after something that you want. Say there's a person of interest that you want to, and, you know, I'm going to say single life. If you're married, then uh, I can't help you. (laughs) You need, uh, my philosophy is you need to get the hell out of that marriage first before you start going around. But I'll get, I'll have another episode and redo, you know, an episode on affairs that I did uh, a while ago and getting at maybe why they happen. And also ways to remedy the situation and build the trust back, um, which unfortunately thousands of couples in that situation I have hopefully helped. 
Okay, now, you want to go after something you want. What, even if, you know, the single life, what would it take for you? You saw somebody, and you go after them, and they, all of a sudden they shoot you down. And as Rhonda mentioned about being afraid of being rejected, you know, in the chat room, you know, I agree. We're all, all very, very scared about being rejected. Am I scared of that? No. I'll, if I, you know, was going to ask somebody out, I ask them out and they turn me down, I'd just say bitch and walk away. That's, you know, no, I'm teasing. No, don't do that. That's both. <laughs> you know, you might want to. But I learned, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell a story about myself, which I usually don't. I usually am pretty smooth at sidestepping questions when I, I'll get, you know, people asking me about me, students, whatever. Greg, what do you do? And I, I'm usually pretty good at dodging that and being smooth about it. But when I was, oh, God, how old was I? 18, 19, I was a freshman in college before I dropped out of college years ago um, and then started back up again. But anyways, I was 18, and I asked somebody out in a college class. Asked her out, and I had no idea. You know, she was attractive and all this stuff. Uh, To me, she was anyways. And... I had no idea how old she was, boyfriend, whatever. And I, I was, like I said at this time, I was scared shitless, freaking lack confidence big time. And I asked her out. So we're in a student center. I asked her out, and she asked me, well, Greg, you know. And she would flirt and smile and all this stuff. And she asked me how old I was. I said, you know, I'm 18. Uh, she said, I'm 19. Oh, I'm 19. I don't date younger guys. And right there, I just went, eh, okay. No big deal. That's what I said. Oh, no big deal. And I walked away. Freaking, I got no more than 15 steps away from her. She comes trotting behind me. Greg, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I could go out with you. And I learned something then. I learned something. That was when I started maybe to realize and evolve about trying to, you know, at that point, I really didn't care. Or maybe I was just freaking ashamed of being <laughs> being rejected. I wanted to get the hell out of there. But I learned something. That, you know, she was used to the same pattern about maybe people, maybe other guys. Oh, please, you know, the begging. Please go out with me. Give me a chance. Please give me a chance. Girls, and I think maybe some guys, they're used to this too. And it's a turnoff, man. When someone say, you know, you're maybe sort of interested in somebody and they start begging and pleading to go out with you. That's sort of like Like, they have no self-respect. It's pathetic. It's like when I talk about with couples and, you know, individuals about, you know, that they have to beg their partner to have sex with them. And I said, why would you want to be with someone that doesn't want to have sex with you? That, I get it. You know, you love them and all this stuff. I understand that. But you get to the point where I want you to have self-respect. No one should ever, 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 ever beg to have sex. Get it? That tells me something's going on in the relationship, or maybe you're that's your way of pleading to try to gain your own self confidence, and you're trying to get it instead of from yourself. You're trying to get it from your partner, and the shit's going to hit the fan, and it's going to go even more down the toilet. Okay, so I learned something. You know, if you hold on to yourself and you act more, you know, confident, you act like no big deal that there's other people out there for you, and there are. You know what? There are more people out there that you can go ahead and act. You know what? So what? It's no big deal. I'm not being a jerk. I'm not being a dick about it. Excuse me. Voice uh, going through puberty again. But you look at the situation that 
you know what? So what? There's other people out there. I have to beg once in a while because he is exhausted. Well, I know, Fu, you're, he works freaking inhumane hours, What like from freaking 2 in the morning until freaking 2 in the afternoon or what I – that's just freaking sick. No wonder why he's exhausted, especially freaking – then you freaking attack them all the time too. So <laughs> you, you look at the situation. Um, I get that. You know, there's a difference between begging and sort of asking or sort of being assertive, right? There's a big difference between being assertive and begging and pleading and out of desperation. Is emotional maturity, is emotional and sexual maturity, does that relate to being desperate? And can you be desperate in your own relationship, people? And, you know, that that's sad. It, it's very sad. It's very sort of, you know, I, I, I look at that people and I, I freaking I can feel their pain big time when, you know, they're sitting there and it's almost out of desperation that they try to beg their partner to stay. They try to beg them to have sex with them. And that is so, it, it's fucking pathetic and it's messed up. Oh, we got somebody we can join. Hey, what's up? And your name is? Jillian. Jillian. Hey, what's up, man? I'm Greg. I'm Jillian. Hey, oh, how are we doing? Very smooth. <laughs> You want to hop on here? We're talking about sexual or emotional maturity. I don't know if that's okay. I don't know if that's okay with you, Av, or not. I'm, go, I'm perfectly fine with it. <laughs> Is that okay? Welcome. Sure. I'm a I'm a virgin here. my expertise. I'm a I'm a virgin here. I'm a virgin here right now on our RX radio. So yes, I'm a born again. I'm a boor- yeah. I'm popping my cherry right here. Oh, she's cool. I'm already hearing this shit now. Yeah, I'm popping my cherry at Raw Radio X Detroit right now. So, um, going back to you know the emotional maturity, I talk about. And I, I, maybe I should, like I said before, get rid of that word and use more about you know emotional and sexual confidence, whatever. But if you're begging to be with somebody. People are going to sniff that out. They're going to sniff that out, and they're going to look at, you know, that's a turnoff. I I don't know how blunt, and I, I'm usually compassionate and empathetic, but I'm also very blunt and very real that what's it take where you don't come across as desperate or pathetic and look at, I've go seen, ahead. Well, I, you know, I was just saying, I've seen that yeah. a lot, uh, you know, and I know I've... I, well, we've touched on some of my problems, oh. uh, but the the one thing that I know that and I can say I with confidence is that I even with my issues, I've never had that air of desperation because it shouldn't be that serious anyway. I mean, you you it, it, no matter where you are in your life, you you should kind of just like know your path and stick with it. There's no point in being desperate or as the kids say nowadays, thirsty. Because that that does you're right. Women and guys, men too, we can pick up on that. I, I've I've seen and been in cases where, and again, very rare. But uh, when a woman was interested in me, and you could tell that it was too much interest, and you, you just knew the thirst was there. It was that air of desperation that just it was like, you know what? No, a little bit of a fight there. 
Yeah, see, uh... Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 Jillian, you, you gotta... Is her mic on? It is on. She just... Sweet. She never, she never sits up close to the mic. You, I don't you know You need why. to, yeah, get up there like you're... You, there you go. Get up there like you're making oral love to it. There we go. I love Jillian. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Jillian. We, as I'm freaking shy as always. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you were talking about we that before we got the in. Mic. I used there to be... Go. Yeah, there you go. Little fellatio, Mike fellatio. But you're looking at, um, I agree, and Fu mentioned, you know, in the chat that, you know, desperation is a turnoff. I agree, it's a huge turnoff. Um, where do you come from, Jillian, as far as, do you see that from women and men? Well, yeah, it's just like... Uh, in your experiences. It's just something you put out or not. It's like a, a vibe that you can, like... You can smell it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like a rotten, dirty pair of underwear. You can smell it. <laughs> yeah. That's how wow, you that's want so to, uh, that's wow. how you want to nice elaborate. And, that's not my words. It's not, fabricated. Not, <laughs> I go commando, so I don't know what those smell like. No. Uh, right. <laughs> but you, I agree. The vibe so like, and the smell. What, what do you do if you sense somebody that is maybe lacking confidence, that they're, maybe they're a nice person, but they just, they lack that confidence. What do you do? Is that a turn off for you? Well, or do you give them a chance? Well, yeah, de- like you can't come off as a certain way and overthink something that's not even irrelevant yet. Meaning? Well, how can you come off as desperate? But you just said, oh, no. Right. This is, I mean, yeah. You just I, said I you wanted, can. I want clarity. Yeah, too. You, ju- you just said you can smell it. Remember, we we're talking about the. Maybe you got lost in the train of thought about the dirty pair of underwear <laughs> and shit. But maybe you can. You know, you lose that train of. <laughs> you know, you smell it. But would you. If you even smelled it, and you said you don't even know if they're desperate or whatever yet. But you can smell it. You can almost sense it. Well, in when, a it's way. That, when it's that desperate, yeah. Okay. When how how long does it take? You can't define that because there's too many like. No, I agree. There's too many variables that are left out that you wouldn't that you haven't mentioned. So how how long would it how take? How would you know what what do you define as desperate? Ooh. Ooh. Don't you say reverse psychology? With right. Me? Well, I, mean, I, know. I don't even. Like I don't even different variations. I don't even use that bullshit with my clients. Reverse psychology shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I don't use a lot of all psychobabble. This is almost like me in the office. In I think a it's way. a good valid but point. I'm, but I'm more. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Mm. What'd you say? No, you look, <laughs> no. <laughs> you look at the situation to where, um, do you, how long would you say? Both, F, you too, jump on it in on okay. this if you don't mind. How, how, how long would you say? And I know it's subjective, I know there's a lot of variations and a lot of variants. How long would it take for you to recognize if someone is desperate or not? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I just because I've I have some personal experiences come straight to mind. We all do. I I can think of one in particular where it took me all of ten to fifteen minutes because this woman was she was trying to get to know me too well. She was like talking about I had mentioned that I like rock music, and this was this was a long time ago. I want to say I was probably around in high school actually. Uh, but she's like, oh, yes. Oh, well, I got tickets for a concert this weekend. You want to go? I was like, oh, yeah, uh, sure. Who is it? I'm just entertaining her. She was like, oh, it's the Smashed Pumpkins. I was like, oh, yeah, I love them. The Smashed Pumpkins. Yeah, from Toronto, right? She was like, yeah, yeah. And that was it. 
Like, okay. The Smashing Pumpkins from Chicago. The, yeah. Okay. That's incorrect. Little, little incorrect. And it, things like that. I mean, you can tell when someone is just a little too eager. Now, with dudes, you can see where the dude just is consistently in a girl's face trying to spit like this weak game. Like, uh, which is a whole other story altogether. But you can just see when the guys is always or, you know, there are guys who are on Facebook because, you know, social media is ruling everything now. You know, you know the guys love to. Whore. I have to be for business purposes. Exactly, exactly. At least I, at least I say that, and it's smooth. No one can. De- exactly. No that's one can bash me for that's, that, right? That's my excuse. <laughs> that's my cover, it, right? That's my excuse, <laughs> and I stick to it too. But you see it all the time. Like you know, uh, there'll be a, the uh, the really attractive woman, and she'll get like she'll oh, average God. a thousand friend requests, and there are dudes who are just. Uh, You're uh, beautiful. Always hitting her up, and it's just like. You're beautiful. Uh, I want to lick your boobies. <laughs> and, I want to marry you. Back in, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, the younger me, uh, me ten years ago, would have like been annoyed by that. Probably the jealousy would have kicked in, and I'd have been like, "No, that's well, that's weak. I can't do this." But right. now, now the older wiser me is like, yeah, "You're not getting sucked into these that. guys are this desperate that they're just <sighs> resorting to just kiss all types of brown nosing." And it, of course, it doesn't work. But they're not going to you know let up because. Keep hope alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. And it's, it's kind right. of, it's a little depressing. Makes me look decent, though, so I can't complain too much. No, not at all. Yeah, I agree with you. And the desperation is people, I don't know if they think um, the weak game, the uh, lines. I, I tell people all the time, even, you know, the single individuals, ladies and, I say, late, you know, ladies, sound like I'm an old fart. But, um, you know, the women... You know, women, even teenage girls, teenage boys and stuff, you know, or, you know, relationship aspects. The single ones, I try to help them, you know, also with, you know, self-esteem building, you know, if they're depression, anxiety and all this stuff going on too. But you look at, I want them, I tell them, I want you to be you. Well, I'm anxious. I'm depressed. Uh, I get that. That's a part of you that's going to change. That's not all of you. So you got to look at all of you what you have to offer and look at like we talked about you know before the break whenever i can't even remember when the hell that was <laughs> it was about, about 20 minutes <laughs> I'm hot. yeah i'm hot <laughs> freaking hot in here my freaking hair's freaking sweating steamy when my, I, I, I know feel that i got a yeah. i got a freaking pat my bald head with a chamois so <laughs> look like mr clean but anyways you look at the situation and <laughs> yeah you look at that but you look at Coming from the realm of that's part of you. That's not all of you, and that's something that can evolve and change. That's why they're here. You know, that's why they're in my office trying to get the help and all this. And I tell them, I do not want you playing any games. I want you to be you. I want you to be genuine. So many people out there, they use, you know, I've never, never, ever used a fucking line to pick up a lady. I never even tried because I'd freaking... it wasn't me. I you be genuine. Even even when saying lines, not even taking myself seriously, I couldn't do it because I would not be able to stop laughing midway through the line because I know that this is going to be corny. I can't even say it with a straight face. You know, you and I, can't I have are like that. I agree. Do no. you ever use a line when you pick up guys, Jillian? Uh, no. I, well, that's because she doesn't no. pick up the guys. No. The guys go oh. to her. Are, are you? Traditional. I've never, gone, I've never gone up to a guy. And so you got to clue me in. So you, we we talked about this online, and Rhonda was on the chat too. That um, so 
Is it your old fashioned that the guy has to ask yeah, you out? Definitely. So you're old fashioned, right? I'm very old fashioned. You're very. Do you believe in premarital sex? Yeah. Then don't tell me you're fucking old fashioned. What do you mean? <laughs> New world old. New world old. I tell people. <laughs> I always so. <laughs> I tell people. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm. I, I I joke around and. I ask, you know, human sexuality would teach and whatever. Do you, I'm old-fashioned. The guy's got to ask him out. No, I'll say that. Do you believe in premarital sex? Well, hell yes, Greg. Well, don't tell me you're old-fashioned then, right? <laughs> don't pick and choose what benefits you, right? Yeah, that's, I guess that's a fair statement. But, but oh, she was that's right. Jillian wasn't here. Why would you not ask a guy out that you were interested in? Oh, no, no, no. Uh-huh. This, is, this is the time when we need you to come up to the yes. mic, talking to the mic. Remember, fellatio to the mic, you, you did miss that part. <laughs> that was the first part of the show. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I Oh, let's hear just... the arrogance come out. I don't have to. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just not something I would ever see myself doing. Why? Right. I don't know. Maybe it's just anything, something I'm ingrained in. I just... Bullshit. I Go deeper. Mm. We're having a therapy session right now, <laughs> free of charge. This what is insurance do you have? Or do you play? Or do you pay cash? I like cash. <laughs> a <you> trade. Trade. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. It's just something you don't do because you expect the guys to ask you out. If you're there was a guy you were interested in, say, why would you not ask him out? Yeah. Do you have a, did, a good do, do you have the wow. Jeopardy tune going well, on? Do, actually, do, you know what? Do, do, do. Why would I though? They're supposed. Oh, to he does me. have. You're amazing, dude. They're supposed to ask me. <laughs> They're supposed to ask you. Yep. Why? It's just how it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. oh. Well, I'm, <laughs> you know what? Of what? The male. It's supposed to be the the, the oh. traditional. See, remember when I told oh. you about the medieval I, times? I, traditional yeah, medieval roles. times, right? It's 2015. Now, I, I'll cut right through the shit. Is it? Would you be? Then. Would you be afraid to ask him out? No. You wouldn't be. I wouldn't be a, no. Why, so why wouldn't you ask really, him out then? Uh, would it make you nervous? Would it make you sort of feel? Ew? No. You just, it's a lot of irony here, Ab. And it comes down to, right? Probably the same <laughs> Guy, guys, feeling that a man would have a man. feeling of rejection to have to do uh, it all the time. But men are supposed to do it anyways because we can handle rejection, right? Yeah. Yes. Us, big bad. <laughs> I'm going to start crying now. <laughs> well. So, okay. getting back on to... You know, the rejection aspect. What would it take where you wouldn't even care? You'd be confident enough, even if the guy turned you down, Jillian. Would you say, would that be more about, would you take that as a hit against you? Yep. We're fantasizing about you asking someone out. We know it's not going to happen, but just go with me on In theory. In theory. Theory, no, theories might be able to be proven. We're going on a li- like freaking unicorn land here in fantasies about <laughs> rainbows and, and looking at, land. you know, what what would you, if a guy said, you know what, no, um, whatever. Just said, you know, I, no, I'd I'm lost track of what you said. What <laughs> would you do? I really did. Yeah, I know, whatever. I already played that. What What'd would you, you what would you do if you asked a guy out and he rejected mm. you? Oh, yes. What, yeah, what would what, you do? What would you do? 
I'm curious. Get over it. Whatever. Would you feel crushed? Like, would you feel ugly? Stupid? Mm. Not good enough? Yeah. Because that's how a lot of guys feel on a regular basis. And I'm definitely not just speaking for myself here because I've driven that horse in the ground further than it needs to be but there are a I lot ain't doing of a show guys on out Beastie here Alley. let's <laughs> thanks, oh, let's not yeah. no i'm not doing a show on Beastie um, but there there are a lot of guys who feel like that it's like you know what we just no matter what we do and it's not even you know a fear of rejection it's just a we're tired of this it's like especially when you see what's out here not getting rejected you're like wait really that huh it does nothing make sense no so what you, you're starting to see is you're starting to have a, lo- a lot more men who are just giving up, and they're opting out. And uh, they're, they're, that goes into a totally different yeah, conversation. Goes, I, I agree with you. That they're opting out. They're afraid to take that risk. Or, you know, I, I get people, um, <laughs> we're not even going to, a gentleman here, that bashing, you know, in the same yeah, yeah, situation. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have him, we'll have him on a show. He'll come in. That'll be interesting. <laughs> follow up after their show. He'll come he, in and. Uh, he makes me, I'll say. <laughs> he, he makes you feel calm and uh, not as negative. Yeah. Like, he <laughs> makes me feel like I'm an, I'm the optimist. Like, yes. wow, dude. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. always, I always think there's, you know, there's a lot more people out there, a lot more people available than you think. And a lot of people, I think, they get so narrow-minded that they don't look at. And they look at, like I said, all their, their negativity um, and their lack of confidence, their lack of – and it just it pulls away from them and they shelter and they use it as, you know, the old proverbial, you know, they have this wall up that they don't want to get broken down. They don't want to get rejected. They don't want to get feel like they're not good enough because, shit, after all, right, they already don't feel good enough. They don't want it to be reinforced. They don't want it to be thrown back up in their face again. And almost like it, it confirms what they feel when they get rejected. So I try to help, you know, the individuals. I was, even with couples, I my theory is, and it has been for years, it always will be, I work on strengthening and building up the individual at the same time with the relationship. Because when you lose yourself, you lose that confidence, you lose you know, you sell yourself out, sort of speaking. You lose yourself. Passion dies. Freaking, uh, you know, I can't, I lost, I had a brain fart. Here we go. Passion die, you know, passion, desire. There we go. Although passion, desire dies and resentment sets in because you're pissed. You know, you're pissed. You're not getting your needs met. Plus, you're like, oh, my God, I'm not myself. I don't even know who the hell I am before. So that's why I work on strengthening the individuals at the same time as the relationship. I think it happens. And then the desire, the passion starts coming back again because it's you're feeling more self-assured. And you're not selling yourself out. You're not being a doormat anymore. And you're not freaking getting taken for granted. You're almost demanding respect within the relationship again. And it wakes up. It shakes up that relationship. And it's... It's really sort of ironic and sort of weird how that happens. And a lot of, I call them, you know, textbook therapists, they don't freaking get it. And they do tell each other you love each other 10 times a day, you know, tell, tell them you love them 10 times a day. Pretty soon you're going to be, you know, feeling it. No, pretty soon you're going to realize it ain't working and you're just bullshitting yourself. You got to feel it from within your gut and within your heart, not just freaking lip service. And right. that's what I try to work on. You ready for a break, Av? 
<laughs> you know what? Because I am, I am. You, you hit my... me. You hit me with some heavy stuff there. Oh, I have, no, I, little, I, no. It's, I, it's all good. In a good frickin', way. I, th- I think my freaking armpits and my uh, freaking nipples are sweating. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, <laughs> nipple sweat. Wow. Oh, nipple sweat is maybe hot. That's fucking hot. You ever lick nipple sweat? Maybe we'll pick that up on. Uh... Oh! I had to think about that. I had to think about that for a second. Uh, no, I have not. Hey, buddy, what's up? You need to call in, man. You got to come down to Detroit with me, like I talked about. Um, but we're going to take a about five minute break, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. Uh, this is the Art of Relationships radio show from RRX in Detroit. Peace. A lot of fun. Come again. A lot of vagina.
Hey, welcome back. This is third of Relationships Radio Show here live from Raw Radio X in Detroit City. This is uh, Greg Dzinski, uh licensed professional counselor, and you know all the rest, <laughs> um, a.k.a. Master G, and I'll get into that for the Raw Radio X listeners down the maybe another show. Uh, we'll see how embarrassed I get, but I don't get embarrassed that easily. Um, we're here, uh, guest Jillian, and you guys already know Av, uh, that's been helping me out, uh, like I said, front man, uh, runs everything down here at the radio station in Detroit. Say hi, Jillian. Hello, everyone. Don't be shy. Never. Never shy, but you won't ask any guys out that you're interested in. Mm. That's a contradiction, Jillian. It is. <laughs> and she's okay with that. Okay. <laughs> We're into our last segment of the evening. Um, you know... I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, please. I am curious, though, since we since we're on that topic. How would a guy know that you are interested in him? He would know if I... Ooh. Hypothetically speaking. You know since, why? Since we're on the topic. Just... just Speak it. Don't think. Don't analyze. Don't try yeah. to come out with the right shit. Just say it. What do you mean? Oh how, God! Look how at would it. a guy know that you, that you're interested? You know, you're a woman. Don't act like a little girl. Oh, I'm sorry. I cut you off. You, you don't. I don't think you'd have to tell him. I mean, oh, but do you? What I contact him to do so. What I mean, about eye contact? What about the the look in your eye? Do you have that come hither look? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, I've seen your Instagram. Shut up. Um, <laughs> no, but like touch him. That yeah, I mean. Oh my God, what Rhonda. kind of signs do you sh- do know. you give? Do you Ooh, know? touch him where Rhonda's on chat touching him. Are you talking about grabbing his package? Are you talking about grabbing his ass? What do you mean by touching him? Right mm-hmm. now, is that know. out of desperation? App, would you like that? Actually, yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, me too. Come you know, in and copy real quick. You know, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I would love. <laughs> as she's laughing. I know why I've done that before. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, I, I would love it. You know, so is that how? Is that a hot, hot, sensual, and there's a difference between freaking sensual and sexy, right? You want right. both. You want that mixture. You rub, rub him where on his arm. Oh, just run his arm over. You ain't going to attract him no, anyway that way, Ryan. No, actually, no, I know. Just like a little gentle, just a little touch. Something, Ooh, just give give a guy I a agree. sign that you there is some type of interest there that's not just platonic. Yeah, sure. Because like, there are women who I've, you know, hung out with, been friends with, and, and I'm still friends with to this day. And there was interest before in the past. I didn't know because when they were around me, their whole vibe around me was strictly platonic. We talked. We had fun. Uh, and it, it was cool, but there was nothing else beyond that. And even if I did have interest, uh, and maybe showed it a little bit, their their interest level never was you know anything more than well, hey, something you you're a good friend. Fill out. You only know by building that vibe and seeing if that's something you want to go but here's with the thing. or not. There there was a vibe there. They just blocked it from me because they came back years later. Hey, I've liked you since. Oh, really? I, why didn't well, I know that? Right, and you didn't know. Maybe sense. you weren't open to those vibes, so I have. And a lot of people, if you're not open to them, a lot of people might not pay attention. They might be, you know, we get busy. We're into our own right. shit. We get into our own world. So it's very, very difficult 
um, maybe, you know, we just don't get it. We're not paying attention. We're not in that mindset. But right. I think the more you're open to it, the more you're, you become open to it, aware of it, I think you will start sensing the eye contact. You will start sensing those vibes from people getting you. Um, you know, and Princess Fu <laughs> mentioned that, you know, rub his shoulders, rub his hair. And I said, or, oh, wait, you were twirling your hair. And I said, I have no hair, so I can't twirl my hair, Fu. <laughs> and I, I did a show actually not too long ago. What was it? A week, two weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, I talked about the art of flirting. I did a segment on the art of flirting, not only, you know, for the single individuals, but also a lot of people in relationships, they lose it. You know, the flirting, they, they don't touch anymore. You know, talking about the important, yeah. I'm a huge, I love, you know, I'm a guy. And no, like I said, I'm 200% lesbian, right? I don't roll the other way. <laughs> Get it? One in each hand? 200%, <laughs> le- yeah, 200% lesbian, right? Uh-huh. Lesbians love women. That's Get it? Funny, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't know if Jillian got it. No. So, um, you know, I, I'm very into cuddling. I'm very into affection and stuff. And, you, you know, joking around, whatever. A lot of couples, they lose that. Yeah, if you don't cuddle or have that contact no. and sync, then it goes away. It goes away. Like radio wire. And, that's you know what I talked about. Even in relationships, why do you stop flirting and do you pay attention to it, or are you the one that always maybe your partner doesn't flirt with you anymore? So you say, oh screw it, I'm not going to do it back, mm-hmm. or is it just something that progresses over time that you're not even aware of and it slowly just dissipates work and like it goes down? Else. I'm work, sorry. It's just work like anything else. You have to want to. I in agree. That absolutely. Absolutely. I got and try to, you know, if that's important to you, again, you know, going on, you know, the emotional confidence and maybe the sexual confidence, maybe you're afraid that your partner doesn't want to be touched or isn't interested in that anymore. Right. I had a um, real quick, I had a couple, they were on their second marriage. They'd been married 26 years and there was a cute older couple. They were in there, oh God, probably... 60s, I want to say, for five years, he would go up. She was losing her hearing, and he would go up, and he'd go to touch her, massage her, rub her, and it would scare the hell out of her because she was losing her hearing. She couldn't hear him. Yeah. So it would start on her. Well, he started taking that that she didn't want to be touched by him. Mm. It was weird. So he doesn't touch her. Then she starts thinking he doesn't want to touch her. Right. For five years, this went on. And they were in my office, and it was sad yeah. for five years. And I just saw them. It was cool. I only saw them for two sessions, and they let me know everything was great and a misunderstanding. And that's what I mean about, you know, the confidence in the relationship. If you're, you sense something's going on and you don't like something, why would you speak up? You know, people are afraid to ask. It's yeah, like, you know. It's easier, you, non-confrontational. Absolutely. If so, if you thought somebody was not, you know, you're in a relationship and you thought they weren't turned on by you, would you ask? Or how many people would be afraid? Are you, right. you know, do I turn you on? Or am I, are you in love with me anymore? Because a lot of people don't want to ask that because the answer might be, you know what? No, you don't turn me on anymore. No, I'm not in love with you. So you just dodge it. You don't want that. It hurts. Yeah. Don't want to hear that. Have you guys ever been in that situation? My voice is shot. I uh, got to teach tomorrow, too. <laughs> Shit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Uh, well, of course, well, of course, I've been in a situation like that. I'm me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know you haven't, so I'm not even going <laughs> to attempt to ask. I know Jillian hasn't. Of course not. Exactly Ooh. right. Yeah, Drew, man, I know on uh, chat, I probably shouldn't say your name without your permission, but you've joined me enough times. Anyways, another smooth black guy, <laughs> Drew, my man. He brings up a good point here. Observe the way in which she looks at you. Remember we were talking about that, Av? But here's the problem hey, with that. No, if no. you got that, you got that look in her eye, that come hither look I mentioned. Well, but, 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 but what if that is uh, uh, the look that she normally has? That's that's just how she looks. I mean, she's just naturally uh, that look is there. If like, the person was meant to feel that, then they'll feel it. Do you think so? What, what, look at Fu's uh, comment in the chat. <laughs> I, um, I don't think that'll help you me. You want to read that on? You should suck on something. Fu? I don't think that'll help me. <laughs> Fu, you need to be a little more specific. Elaborate. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I want to take this time to tell all women that they need to be a little more specific. And I'm not talking about the ocean. I no. mean, we need details. Like, I... I, I I can't read minds. I, I am, I'll admit, I am a fairly intelligent dude. Yes, I cannot are, yeah. read minds, though. My, my 141 IQ only goes so far. I, the x-ray vision just hasn't kicked in yet, and <laughs> Professor X hasn't let me into his school, so it's not happening. Until then, I cannot read minds. You know what? Uh, it, it cracks me. Uh, you no, know, it's cool that you brought that up. I brought that up uh, on a show, oh, my God, last show or two, about ladies. You need to be blunt with guys if you're, you know, I agree. Sometimes we just, you know, we take things for what they are. You know, we want things blunt. You don't have to be a bitch about it. There's a difference being blunt and being a bitch, but right. you can just say what you want. Just being and, direct. And I brought the same thing up. You know, what you want, write it out in a note. And I, I get women in, in my office, you know, couples and all this stuff, and the ladies will be saying, Greg, you know, they're sarcastic. Greg, what do you want me to do, write them a note? And I say, yeah, I do. Isn't that childish? No, it's just compartmentalizing how the men, male brains work compared to females. And looking, write them a note. Be specific. I want this. I want you to kiss me like this. I want you to lick me like this. I want you to do me, you know. Not only that, but, you know, it could be not only in a sexual. We would love that. I'm all about pleasing. And uh, you tell me, yeah, tell me what you want, baby. Although, I mean, I, after we get to the initial part, I can figure out the rest myself. It's just that first part. I, I just I don't know how to tell when a woman is attracted to me like that. I, I have no clue. It just and all I need is a little bit of a hit. Yeah, if you give me a, if you, if you act a certain way around me, if you give yeah. me a certain you know if I can tell it you know something in your eye, if there's mm-hmm. you know you're always uh, I I can. I'm not completely oblivious, but I also cannot read minds. I'm not a, I'm not a miracle worker here. Mm. I need to know. No, I, I think the more specific you are, and you can, like I said, I think that comes with not only age, you know, confidence. As you build your confidence, work on yourself, and work on maybe the weaknesses and everything that you're, you know, that you want to eliminate or try to grow and evolve as a person that... You realize these things, and you you can speak these and address those issues, which is cool, not only within yourself, but you can do it with your partner. 
And food just said, Greg, suck on something for your throat during the break. Oh, is that when I said I have to teach a couple class? Oh, God, I got to teach a morning class oh. and a night class tomorrow night. Oh, so you might really have to take her advice. I might. What could I suck on, food? Give me some. Give me uh, some ideas. Or did you really ask that in an internet chat room? Yeah, I didn't ask it in chat. I asked it on the air. Oh, yes, no, I did. Oh, even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think might be soothing himself, oh, shooting himself down and doesn't allow himself to see that women are showing interest. That was to you, Av. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, you know what? Uh, arrogance you, on their part. Though. You know what, Princess Fu, uh, to respond to that. She's a wise lady. I would love to... If the when if they're showing interest, I I would love to. I'll you'll be the first person, the second person to do you, know. Do you want? I'll be um, the first. App app. Would you like if a woman was interested in you? Would you like her just to rip her clothes off and say, "I want you, fuck me now"? Would you want them to be that blunt? Well, she could do that later on in the, in the relationship. Or oh, something later like that. on, not right up front. No, it's not no, that no, serious. I, it's I, not I, that serious. Say no. within a week or two. I mean, if if she's what, into me what, like that, what about that, the, the three the three date rule? Does that still apply? I don't. I don't go by. I don't all those go rules. by that. I don't either. go by any of those. I'm just it's, throwing that out. There. I've been in relationships where I did not have sex for a year and a half. Oh fuck that! Adam. And it was a long term yeah. relationship. Oh, how unprofessional is I've that? Also, how unprofessional? Completely, completely. <laughs> no, I, I, but I, no. I, I mean, me, yeah, I've been in relationships like that, and on the other hand, I've been in relationships where. I wasn't even, neither one of us were planning on having sex the first date, and shit just happened. It just happens. I've, um, been, there. So I've been there once myself, too. Once. Yeah. Does my <laughs> hand count? No. It, it, well, there's different variations on that because there's... I have a menage de moi. meet at, like, a random drunken night, or is it something that's been set up that you know each other or friends? I don't, so I don't do one night. Oh, hold on. I don't hold do on. one night stands. You know what? Oh, God, we're running out of time. we got to bring this up, too. Av and I talked about this before. Uh, it might have been even before the show, before we went on the air, about the friend zone thing, and that brought it up. J- Jillian just mentioned about, you know, are you friends? Do you talk? Whatever, and it might not even happen. But do you, do you think if you are in the friend zone, you ain't even going to get there anyways? Right. If the chemistry is not there, this is my philosophy, and a lot of people listening, you know, that have been following me, whatever, I say this all the time. If the chemistry is not there, chances are it will not be there down the road. There are times, and I get bashed, but I know a couple of former students of mine that get bashed. They've been married a long time, and they were friends at first and no chemistry, and they, you know, developed that. I think that's rare. It does happen, but I think it's rare. I think if the chemistry is not there, that's why you're in the friend zone, man. Either step up your game, be more true, be more genuine, like I said, with yourself. And I think people are going to respond to that once you're more genuine and open yeah. and free with yourself. And you're not trying to front anybody. Yep. True story. Yes, absolutely. <sighs> are we about ready to say goodnight? Oh, you got a few more minutes. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did a two-hour show on Monday from, what, 10 to midnight, too. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this go. is going with clients. Cli- oh, my God, I'm doing everything. But anyways, um, yeah, I can't afford to pay anybody to freaking help me out. No. So if anyone wants free help or wants to donate their time, <laughs> let me know. Greg at the Art of Relationships. 
org, <laughs> or you give me a call, 586-212-4196. You donate your time, right? It'll be a charitable a deduction, right? Yes. <laughs> Pay it forward. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, oh, true, man. What, what do you mean there's no such thing as a friend zone? <laughs> oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Yes, there is. Yep. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Ab, for that. No problem. I gotta love that. <laughs> yes, there well, is. You can a always friend hope zone. that you get There's out of that friend zone. <laughs> there, there, I mean, you know, it, you just don't you, play that when yeah. you're in the friend zone for so long, and it that takes that's the sign of someone who is truly a smooth guy, right there. You don't. I, uh, the, if you're saying that there's no such thing as a friend zone, then for you, clearly, then Drew's there probably is isn't. Guy. It's probably true. Drew is but, smooth, and he's a good guy. <laughs> but for the rest of us, <laughs> look at Foo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's totally. In fact, here's how I know there's a friend zone because I mean, most men, we bitch and complain about it all the time. Yeah. But let's be honest. How Who many women there? have we put into the friend zone as well? I'm not you know going what? to lie. Yes. I have put quite a few. I have, I'm not going to lie. There are quite a few well, ladies. I agree. Quite things. a few ladies in the friend zone <laughs> that we're just, you know, we don't, even if we're drunk, we don't want to do them. Um, <laughs> they, they don't want to be friends. Oh. Drew, you're smooth, man. We, we need to talk about, the, actually, you're going to be in class Thursday night, I think. We need, you know what, an abnormal psych. We need to bring this up about the friend zone. What's that have to do with? abnormal psychology because mm-hmm. it drives men fucking nuts <laughs> ah see we can tie anything in to anything we want yeah. right but yeah. women are in the friend zone too and they i get i'm not even gonna go into that i get, <laughs> i'm gonna get myself into trouble i get um hmm, you know certain individuals you know i'll get when ask me out for drinks whatever and they could be students they could be whatever um and you're not <laughs> Since when am I freaking speechless? I never am speechless. But you look at the situation. You know, if you're not interested, you try to be smooth. And when, when you're not interested in somebody and they ask you out, it's like, damn, how do women get so smooth at dissing a guy and still making him feel good when he walks away? It's yeah, a good question. Women are like born with this shit. I, I, I don't know about that because I've never <laughs> felt good. Walking, I, no, 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 no. No, I, I take that back. No, I did feel good walking away once. And that was because I also walked away with a lot of alcohol in my hand. That <laughs> may or may have not helped. It's possible. Forget about it real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you ready to peace out? Yeah, we can call it a wrap. Sweet. I appreciate Jillian joining us. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Yeah. And Av, from my heart, man, thank you so much for your help and your insights and your input. I appreciate it very much, Av. Um Always a pleasure. That's Thank real. You. That's genuine too. I don't bullshit. That, I look forward to uh, doing this oh, uh, every every Wednesday too. with you. It's gonna yeah, be fun. Absolutely, lots of fun. And um, thank everybody on chat and all the listeners out there. Like I said, the show is for you. <sighs> My voice is gone. Uh, this is the Art of Relationships Radio Show tonight, Hump Night, coming from Raw Radio X in Detroit. Listen in, tune in uh, Raw Radio X, give them a shout on Facebook, and what is it? www.rawradiox.com. Thanks, Ab, for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, Foo just said nice sound effects. Are you talking <laughs> sexual sound effects, Foo? You, you aren't already doing your husband right now while we're on the air, I hope, are you? 
<laughs> Drew, thank you very much. You guys were great. Thanks, Drew. Thanks, I appreciate Drew. that. Thank I'll you. be talking to you uh, probably tomorrow night. Uh, anyways, peace out. Much love. Everybody be safe out there, and I will be talking to everybody soon. Uh, catch me on Facebook for all the updates on the shows, okay? Peace out. Much love.
Hey, it's Avenue, and you're listening to RawRadioX.com. Real Raw Radio. Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.